1: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. This episode of Another Happy Pod is going to contain spoilers. If you have not experienced the content yourself, then please go ahead and do so before coming back and listening to us ramble on about it. Thank you very much. Is your microphone working this week? I believe so. Uh, We'll know now, because it should be very loud and clear. It is very loud and clear. There we go, then. The microphone is on.
0: You can do a basic fucking technical plug-in this week. No, what happened last week was that I accidentally switched it. you're, you you just didn't check. That's what happened.
1: I I yeah. Fair enough. Yes. <laughs> All right. Fine. I'll take it. <laughs> right.
0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of this lovely jubilant podcast that is known in these here parts as another happy pod. Uh, the podcast, the show, or the podcast, or whatever this uh, extravaganza radio hour is, where we talk about pop culture and try to keep things just a little bit more optimistic. We don't always succeed, but we do make sure we have a good time doing it. My name is Nathan, and as always, I'm joined... I wrote down an insult this week. What did I write down? I'm you joined found- by... I'm. Excuse me. I'm joined by my dumb bitch of a co-host,
1: Lawrence Thomas Heisey. Welcome, you dumb bitch. Thank you, and thank you for writing that down. Was that so hard to just roll off the top?
0: Well, clearly it was, considering (laughs) the...
1: What happened to that intro? Did you go back in time? (laughs) For
0: that, <laughs> I don't know what happened to that intro. <laughs>
1: it's
0: been a very long, very hot day. Okay, why is
1: it? Why has it been long because of the heat? Are you are you sweaty? Yes, are you sweaty man today.
0: I'm a sweaty, sweaty boy, and I don't like it. No, I think neither of us thrive in this heat. The UK is not supposed to be this hot. Okay, we're we're not a country that's built for this. We don't have air conditioning. Our homes are built to keep in heat so we just fucking cook all day long <laughs> and i don't like it
1: i've i for the last week or so i've <laughs> had about 3 ice lollies a day uh and they have been necessary and even then i wish i had more
0: well an ice lolly's only going to help for about the thirty seconds or so it will take you to consume that ice lolly, and then <laughs> yeah, and then what do you do for the other twenty three hours?
1: <laughs> what do you think I'm doing with this ice lolly? Just fucking ramming Just it fucking in my throat, inhaling them. <laughs> literally. Yeah, yeah. No, um, it, yeah, no. But it does help in that moment. It's a very nice welcome temperature change. Uh, and I've got my bottle of ice today. In primary school, you know, when you'd fill up like a bottle of ice and then take it to school the next day when it was hot.
0: No, I, I, mean, I never did that. Well, that's because you went that's you to, went to school primary in school Tory area.
1: No, you went to primary school in 1937, so it's <laughs> just, just not true. And that was before ice was in. I'm only country. 3 years older than you for fuck's <laughs> sake. <laughs> I like how you clarify that every time. Therefore I know you're just <laughs> you're you're not annoyed about it, but you're that much annoyed that you need to keep pointing out to me, <laughs> which I really enjoy. Have you booked your
0: vaccine in yet?
1: I haven't, but I got my text.
0: You, sh- you
1: should book it in because. You should book it in. You can do it now. Have you got your vaccine yet? Have you even. All this talk about vaccines.
0: I've had mine. Have you? When did you have yours? We talked about it on this very podcast.
1: I don't, I don't remember these things. Nathan, do you know how many people I've seen getting vaccines or talking about vaccines? I don't know your specific vaccine news.
0: Well, I told you about it.
1: I'm very sorry. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> But I remember that you were born in 1937, so that's something. And I went to school the same year, apparently, so that's great. <laughs> you were you were very intelligent for your age. Um, speaking of schools, Nathan, what a segue this is. Um, <laughs> today we are talking about uh, the School of Rock, otherwise known as Jack Black, is himself in a school that do not care about security whatsoever. <laughs> uh, yeah. Why are we doing this? This is a movie that came out in two thousand
0: and three. <laughs> I mean we've done older movies.
1: Have we? What's the older movie we've done?
0: Uh well maybe we haven't actually.
1: Oh no, technically we did Phantom Menace, but that hasn't come out yet.
0: Well, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, Yeah. No. I think this is the oldest (laughs) one that we've done that will be released. Um, With well, if it all goes to plan, maybe I'll fuck it this week again. Um, You don't edit them anymore, thankfully. But maybe I'll sabotage it and turn my mic off halfway through just for a laugh. I won't do that. You're very cold today, aren't you? It's like ice. I'm not Lawrence, I'm very hot very warm I know, we know you're warm we've done, we've done our bit about it being hot Nathan let's, let's talk I, I even lined up an amazing segue let's talk about the school of Jack Black Plays Music uh, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a hard one to get through it, this, one? <laughs> it
0: is, oh, this is this is going to be something special <laughs> What do I fucking... uh, I don't even... I don't know why I had such a reaction to that. Uh, (laughs) This is uh, a very good, very enjoyable, very fun movie... Uh, it's a it's a big part of my childhood because of this movie. My entire personality from throughout high school was pretty much based entirely on Jack Black. Uh, because of this, I loved Jack Black. I love Tenacious D. Anything with him in it, I was always down to watch. So this was a, a no brainer, and it and it's a good movie, and I really enjoyed it. Um, now I know that you hate anything that's fun and oh, whimsical. Over. And heartwarming. So, Lawrence, you hated this. Why? I,
1: I really like this. Shut <laughs> up. I watched this when I was younger. I hadn't watched it since I was younger. So, I went into this knowing that Jack Black was in it. I know that uh, there was a big, like, kind of show at the end. And I knew that iCarly was in it as well. Um, Miranda Cosgrove is, her yeah. Name. Otherwise known as Michael Jackson, uh, as she is often referred to as. Um, I've never
0: heard anyone refer to her. There's as loads that.
1: of, there's loads of because there's like there's there's one scene in like Drake and Josh or something where like she's really overexposed with like really white light, and there's like a meme that she looks like Michael Jackson. But yeah, How have you not seen this meme? It's this a good meme, Nathan.
0: I don't, I don't think this is a meme. Oh dear. <laughs> oh dear indeed. I, th- I think you've I think you've done that classic Lawrence thing where you've got you've got one thing into your head, and then you're like, yeah, everyone knows about that. Everyone. Well, it's name just, another you know,
1: example of this thing that I I do. can't
0: off the top of my head, but it's true.
1: Ah, exactly. Maybe that's a Nathan thing. Maybe no. you're thinking that I do this. And Shut no up and
0: talk about think. the fucking movie.
1: I like this. I watched it this morning. Uh, I was going to watch it last night, but I fell asleep early uh, than expected. So I got up early this morning, watched this movie. I had a good time. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, it was it was fun. It was... I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. It was a 2003 kind of comedy. And, and I, and I 2005. often... Is it? I thought it was 2003, this one. 2005. Oh, no. ah, okay. Um, but yeah, no, I knew it'd be good because it it, there's like a musical that branched off from this, right? I don't know how recent or if it's still going or what, but I know that <laughs> yes. there was like a stage so, version of this. Uh,
0: I, I have some stuff to say about that a little later on, but yes, there is a Broadway and West End musical. Based on this, I, which is uh, still going on.
1: Okay, so I
0: did well. Probably not at the moment. Probably not for the last year or so. But
1: well, yeah. Uh, this this <clears> is one of them weird ones because I like I watched it. I enjoyed it, um, but like I didn't think there was much to talk about other than like <laughs> joke about how bad the school security is and how uh, you know a, a person that isn't a teacher is allowed to look after these kids for like a month or something. Um, but no, but there's I looked into like the making of this uh, quite a lot. And a lot of, like, the behind-the-scenes love from, like, the kids that were in it who are now, like, our age and grown-up, um, it's 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 really nice that everyone, like, really enjoys this film. Like, Jack Black did an interview where he says, like, this is, like, the crowning moment of his career. Like, he is proudest of this out of more than anything he's ever done, um, which is really cool. Uh, or roles he's played, he's probably more proud of, like, Tenacious D and that stuff. Um, but like, all of the kids that are in this, like... They they weren't like these big child stars, which I feel like if this movie was made today, I don't think it would have been received the same. I think they would have Hollywoodized it and overproduced it and made it something that kind of lost its nice um was it like lightning in a bottle kind of thing, which I think this had.
0: Yeah, yeah, I guess. I don't I don't I don't know if I agree with that, just because I don't think there necessarily are any child stars really like who who are you gonna put in a movie to fill up a, a classroom
1: if if hollywood did this today i i know for a fact there would at least be one tiktoker in it that would sell that would sell the movie that would be like the i, I
0: don't i don't think that would do you, do you not
1: think really no
0: well if well I guess it would depend on who was making it because if we're talking this movie and the people who were making it, then no, absolutely not because the people who made this, Mike White, Jack Black, Richard Linklater, they were very passionate about getting people, about getting kids based on their music ability, not their acting ability. And, yeah. and no disrespect, that's evident in some cases. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, but they make they make that part of it though. Like the kids that are like the kids that are the obvious bad actors <clears throat> are like the shy ones that don't talk that much, which I quite like.
0: Yeah, yeah, like like uh, the guitar player, Freddie. Freddie, uh, not Freddie. He's the drummer. Um, fucking Zach. Zach is his name. He yeah. is a great guitar player terrible actor Just not, <laughs> yeah, not yeah. good at all and he was a kid and fair enough you know and 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 a lot of them are in that same position but he's really good at playing a guitar he's a really good musician and that's obviously why they got him in it's the same with a few of the others some of the musicians can do both i, f- I think freddie jones fucking rest in peace god bless him he recently passed away but mm. he is one of the the good good kid actors in there he he's was actually he's-
1: He's a comedy standout in this as well. Like, there's a there's a funny little scene where he says like, "Oh, are we going to spend the next like however long goofing off?" And he's like, "No, we're you know sticking it to the man." (laughs) And he's like, "All right, are we going to spend the next however long sticking it to the man?" Like, it's a funny scene.
0: I believe Um, the the actual words are, "We're creating musical
1: fusion." Oh, that's it. Yes, yes, yeah. Um, No, but yeah, that is. I think maybe that's is that like subconsciously why we wanted to watch this again because that's it's you so you said this kind of created like your childhood identity, right? It's, did you wanna- kind of did? Yeah. Because like, I think this, I don't know for certain, but
0: this may, might be the movie that even got me into drumming as well. Cause I play the drums. Well, that's what um, I was about to
1: ask you. Cause he was, he was a big, I didn't realize this, but like I watched the, you sent me the 10 year like reunion tour thing that they did. Um, or like little concert and i read through the comments and there was a lot of people saying you know like fuck obviously a lot of people came back um because uh the is it kevin clark is his name the, the guy that played freddy right yeah he he sadly passed away and there was a lot of people saying like fuck this this guy got me like playing the drums and now i'm in, in my own band or whatever is that kind of like how it was for you because you play the drums as well i can't say exactly uh, I can't
0: say it was him, I because it probably wasn't to be honest. I don't know what it was. I just yeah. remember one, one year, like just thinking, I want to start playing the drums. And then I asked my mum for a a drum kit for Christmas, and for some weird fucking reason, she got it for me. And then that was the biggest mistake she ever made, and she massively <laughs> regretted that. <laughs> Fucking, I'm picturing ten-year-old Nathan just crashing
1: the house. <laughs> yeah. I
0: wasn't even saying I started. I started it when I was in high school, in like year eight or something, um, oh. and then just taught myself to play it over the years. Um, but but yeah, um, yeah, he he's really good, and and a lot of the other kids. I think Miranda Cosgrove is is someone who was chosen for her acting rather than yeah, because well, she doesn't play an instrument or she doesn't sing. She does. <laughs> sing at one point but uh, apparently i was reading up on this she had to take lessons on how to sing badly because she is actually quite a good singer oh really
1: <laughs> yeah oh yeah because she, so she's bad in the film so yeah oh that's that's quite funny i think that they they did the same with um uh ashley johnson in the um uh in the last of us uh, part two reveal trailer uh, yeah, when she because they said that like she recorded it and they were like Ellie is not classically trained and you are and you sound classically trained and that's not Ellie. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's quite funny. I didn't know that. Um, but yeah, no, she yeah, she's definitely in it. She there's there's like a few like there's the main kids and then there's the background kids to fill out the classroom.
0: But then as well, there's there's some there's some names in this man. There's obviously there's there's Jack Black, there's Mike White, and then you got Sarah Silverman, you got Joan mm. Cusack, fucking who's weird sounds weird saying this but probably her biggest role is fucking uh jesse from toy story i was sat
1: there for a like a full half an hour into this going who are you where do i know (laughs) that voice and my first thought was is that mrs incredible but then i remembered what holly hunter looks like and i know that that's not her so I was sat there going, who the fuck are you? And then wh- it was the scene where she got drunk and she, uh, like she, Jack Black Tate or, uh, Dewey takes her to a bar and they come back and she's like a bit more emotional and her more of a, like a Jesse voice slips out. And I just went, Oh my God, it's Jesse. <laughs> I had no, I had no idea. So I was like, fuck, that's so cool. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that's weird that that's her biggest role. <laughs> right?
0: It is as well, especially given that she's like such a big actress and yeah. know, she's done like so much comedy over the years. SNL, there is quite a few like SNL people on this, so yeah. Um, and and Mike White, who who wrote uh, quite a lot of it as well. You know, there is like I say, there are some big names in it. Um, but, but yeah, one thing I uh, read up as well. I don't know if you heard about this. But the kid who, um, the kind of big kid who like, who does the security and he's like, uh, friends with Freddie, you know what I'm talking about? I think I know the guy you mean. Yeah. He, yeah. he is, uh, re- he recently got married to Marta, the blonde girl. of oh, the three singers, the three. Backup oh, really? singers. Yeah. Those two are married.
1: Fucking hell. So this, so this but that's what I'm saying this this is very much so like a defining moment for these these kids like, oh yeah I looked up half of them and most of them still have like like there's one girl that has like um uh it, it was the bassist girl and in her like Twitter bio or something she had or she tweeted it or something like I'm the, I'm by the way I'm the bassist from school of rock like these like and this movie came out like like would you say 2005
0: yeah I think that's, so it's nice. To I see know
1: it, like, is 2003. 2003. Yeah, eat, it is 2003. 2003. Ah, it is 2003. Eat shit, Nathan. I was correct. Oh, um, dickhead. Thank you. Um, but yeah, no, that's, I mean, that's, you can see the passion in this. Like, I think there's a reason this is kind of special and why people like this movie more so than like other comedies, I guess that came out in 2003 that people have since forgotten about. Um, but I think this was handled with like a lot of care and like, do, do you know what I mean? You can see the passion in the project kind of thing.
0: Is there anything you don't like about it?
1: Uh, genuinely, no. Like, there's not a lot to dislike. Yeah. Um, I think maybe, like, some of the some of the side characters are a bit, like... Uh, I'll tell you what, if, if there was one thing I didn't like, it's, I think, that everyone's bringing their A-game, and then the scenes with the par the kids are the parents. Like, <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're very Sam Raimi extras, like, they're very much like, what do you mean this man's with my child? Like, yeah. very over the top, and a bit and a bit silly, and it doesn't... Well, they're very in... few and far in between, and they're not really in the movie. Well, yes, a that's what I'm saying. Bunch. So I'm hard-pressed to find something I didn't like. Like, there's not a lot to dislike. <laughs> it's, it's just a pleasant film. Fair enough,
0: yeah. It, it, I'd probably, if I would say anything, probably be the treatment of Sarah Silverman's character. It's probably just a bit Like,
1: yeah, they handle her a bit.
0: Right. Yeah. It's just the dumb, evil girlfriend for no reason, really.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I I was thinking about writing that in my notes, like a lot of the I don't know. I guess I figured it was more of like a B-plot kind of thing, which obviously is. But there's there is there is very much so like a how dare this woman want something (laughs) successful to happen in her life. How dare she want this, you know, uh, you know when you break it down criminal out of her boyfriend's apartment <laughs> like <laughs> and also like about apparent throughout the film uh, his brother owns that apartment then he owns that apartment i don't know who owns that apartment <laughs> it's a very weird dynamic she cuz he says it she says it's their apartment as in the couple's apartment sarah yeah. and and mark um then later on jack black says um uh, it's his apartment, and then he's in it, like teaching all the kids. Um, I don't know whose apartment is it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know.
0: I didn't pick up on any of that, so I don't have a clue what you're on about.
1: There, well, there's, this maybe there's a shared ownership going on. Um,
0: what a riveting detail to discuss. <laughs> let's let's go all in on this. I reckon. Yeah. Um, no, something I wanted to bring up, like I, like, so like you mentioned earlier. There was indeed a Broadway and West End adaptation uh, of this show. Uh, It's by Andrew Lloyd Webber. It's still going on, Um, as far as I'm aware anyway. But that's actually not what I want to talk about. So... And I only found this out today while I was looking at the notes for this. I only oh I only found this out today. And why do it I feel like the School me.
1: of Rock? Why do I feel like this School of Rock podcast is going to take a very dark and ominous turn?
0: It's not. It's not. It's <laughs> really nothing dark and ominous. But it it really did shock me because I had never heard about this, and when I saw it, I was like,
1: "What the fuck?"
0: So I was just looking through. Um, the like the cast on IMDb. So obviously the director Richard Linklater, who by the way, after this went on to direct the worst movie ever made. But uh, there we go. What's my, that? What's that? My uh, most hated movie of all time. Oh, boyhood. Is it
1: boyhood? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I fucking I know, despise that movie. I know you hate Boyhood <laughs> Do you hate you hate Boyhood mainly for the pretentious? We filmed it over the course of this many years. It's a it's fucking
0: filled- gimmick. It's there's nothing to that movie, there's no plot, it's fucking shit. But whatever, I'm not here to talk about boyhood. (laughs) What I so I was looking at that and I was just looking through his credits as well. and I saw producer school of rock, and I thought, yeah, that makes sense. Producer school of rock, Broadway show, I was like, yeah, of course, that makes sense. Producer school of rock, the TV series, I was like, what, yeah. Hold on a minute. So then I started looking into this. There is a Nickelodeon teen sitcom adaptation a la iCarly, a la Drake and Josh of School of Rock. Oh, and dear. if you just wait around there, unfortunately, the audience won't be able to hear this, um, but I might slip in the audio whilst I'm editing. In the brand- Let's play rock music in class uh-huh. Mr. Finn can help us like about you. If they want to keep their secret They'll have to band together Let's rock! And you keep your eyes on me I said he
1: said you The new series School of rock, rock premieres Saturday March 12th after the Kids Choice Awards at 8 on Nickelodeon. That's that looks very Nickelodeon, if you ask me. It is.
0: Yeah, so it it's very Nickelodeon. Jesus, that looks bad. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's it's not exactly aimed at us, to be fair though, is it? But yeah, so a few weird things. Um the teacher, the Jack Black character, he's He's the kids call him Dewey Finn. Like he's not Ned Schneebly. He's not pretending to be anyone. He is just apparently got a job as himself. And it definitely seems a lot more glee than a <laughs> school of rock. Uh, it's quite like modernized and a lot more pop focused. It looks like, but yeah. yeah, that, that took me by surprise. I had never heard of that until like a couple of hours ago.
1: I am glad that I'd never heard of that. <laughs> uh, that that's very, well. very weird. That but no, but that that. I've, but the, do you see? That's kind of what I'm talking about in terms of if Hollywood got their hands on it, it, they would have lost the lightning in a bottle that was captured on that original film. Like the kids would be over the top kid performers, like trained <laughs> at like some child school of Nickelodeon actors. Um, do do you know what I'm saying though? And it would be more poppy than Rocky. They'd They'd lose a lot of that that kind of wholesomeness and and originality that
0: it had. I, th- I think that I think that the key ingredient to all of it really is Jack Black. I think if you don't have Jack Black on board, then obviously this loses so much magic. I, Jack Black, uh, for one, he's a great musician as it is. He's yeah. hilarious. He's a hilarious person. He does great improv. Just a lot of the the like all of the nicknames for the kids he came up with he improv he improvised them all and that sort of stuff um like a lot of the actual music scenes like where they're just like jamming in the classroom and just like he's teaching them how to play he's playing along with them there and that sort of stuff he really does just bring an energy to this movie
1: that you're absolutely gonna lose uh, if you don't have him yeah obviously but, and yeah. he's he's one of them, like, he's one of the few where, like, he might not be for everyone, but he's like a, a Jim Carrey actor in the sense that, like, what whatever Jim Carrey or Jack Black would bring to a role, you can't replicate. Like, you're not going to find another bloke to do it. Um, yeah. And I, I watched an interview with him, which I really liked. And this is kind of what you were saying about the behind the scenes stuff. Um, he So there, he got the first draft of the script, which apparently he loved and was like, this is amazing. Uh, But then a lot of the the music and the the kind of interaction with the kids came after it. And a lot of stuff was worked into the script because um, there would be rehearsals. But instead of rehearsals, it would be a mini improv lesson where Jack Black would play his character and the kids would play them, their characters. uh, And he would basically just do those sessions, basically as probably as they appear in the film or similar to. And then Mm they take what worked and put it, write it into the film because obviously I was one thing I was thinking as soon as you said, obviously there was a script for this, like it's kind of hard to write those moments, like especially yeah. because the guy that wrote, it's not a musician. So when he's <clears> saying like, give me, give me that G keep it going. Now you do this. Like that's, I wouldn't be able to write something like that. Cause I don't know the first thing about music. Um, so it's kind of cool that they, they, they knew where their strengths were and that they trusted Jack Black to kind of, you know, they go, if you wing it, we'll write around you winging it, which is yeah. clever. Yeah, I mean, it's really good. And I think the scenes like that they really
0: show in especially in like the scene that plays over the credits. The long way to the top scene where you're just seeing the band literally just jam. That's all it is. Yeah. They're literally just playing a song together. But it's it's just so good. They all they all like get a moment to shine, they all get a little solo, and then for oh, all you just get to see the interplay of Jack uh and just these and Jack and the kids, and that that must have been so much fun for those kids to film that.
1: Oh, yeah. Can you imagine as well? Because they walked away and then got paid for that as well. Like... (laughs) 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 Um, But what what I like is if you... If you stay on the credits for long enough, uh, Jack Black starts going, the movie is now over. Duh, 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 duh. And then he starts saying, like, get out the theatre. The guy wants to clean up and get it ready yeah. for the next film and whatever. Like, And they, they all clearly, it, it's clearly just a fun thing that they went, that'll be good for the credits. 100%. Um, 100%. Yeah.
0: Do you think, uh, I'm interested to know, uh, if a sequel
1: to this could work? That and... was my next note. Yes. Oh,
0: what a shock.
1: I'm so, I'm very happy you said that. Uh, I want a, I want a university of rock, or, or at this point, a fucking, uh, I don't know, like, it's a, just a, a something else of rock, because they're all in, like, I don't know, they're all, like, late 20s, I'd guess. Um, the, yeah, they're about, they're coming up to 30 now. So yeah, so maybe not are. a uni of rock, maybe a PhD of rock. <laughs> so.
0: I, I don't know, I, I definitely think there's something you could do. It could still be a school of rock with maybe, like, them as the teachers now as their they run the school or or whatever that little uh that little school at the end was. Uh there's, there's I would definitely like to see something just as long as as long as you get Jack and the original kids back. Um yeah. I reckon there's definitely something really interesting
1: you could do there.
0: What it is, I don't know, but I'm sure there's something there.
1: Yeah no I think uh, like we were saying the, a lot of the magic is uh is the magic from from the people involved so if you have yeah. the right people back and involved then I think that they could do it justice and I'd like to see what they do cuz yeah I think I think I mean what how does it end it ends with them kind of This so they don't. Eleven-year-old Miranda Cosgrove is on the phone with like an agency, like "stop lowballing us." Like that's (laughs) that's funny. That that's not going to happen, but that's it's
0: very it's very
1: (laughs) funny.
0: I I really like Miranda Cosgrove's character in this. Actually, she's really fun. Um, but yeah, no. So it ends like they don't win the competition, which is. First of all, Criminal, because the song they played is fucking amazing. I love that School of Rock song. The other band are basically just Coldplay with long hair. Did you see that guy with fucking... The guy that replaced Jack Black in the band, and he was just wearing those leather sleeves, and the way he was dancing while playing guitar. It was so weird. He was just moving like a snake.
1: I think they designed... Because there's one of the themes in this is the whole, like... Jack Black is in it because he mm. loves music and they're in it because they want a record label and they want to get signed and they're kind of yeah. like, he's presenting them as like the corporate sellouts whereas he is just truly in it because f- he loves rock and roll and whatever. Um, I do love the the opening
0: scene where you see them playing like a bar, like a gig or whatever and cl- clearly Jack Black out of all of them is first of all, yeah, he is just 100% playing himself but second <laughs> yeah, of all yeah. he is having the most fun out of anyone there just yeah. the long guitar solos, the the whole rock star image and all that sort of thing he just really goes for it and and that's what he does well,
1: that's what he does amazingly well there's a there's certain elements in this movie which is quite funny where i think again it, it comes down to like the passion uh of the people involved um but the, the he's playing a, a really good character that clearly gets like lost in the music every time he talks about it or like every time because you see like when he teaches like two whole days at this school and they all just sit there in silence and he's like here's the deal i'm gonna get paid you're gonna sit down and shut up and i don't you can do whatever you want i don't care and then the second he sees them in a music class he's then like I'm actually going to teach these kids music, and he starts to become like what an actual fact. If he just was honest and maybe went and got a col- qualification, he could have a very successful career as a music teacher. <laughs> like, he probably could, yeah,
0: yeah. You really could be a music teacher, and I, I think that's that scene as well where they he starts to get the idea and he starts to. To, and they start to play music together. That first scene where they start playing the music, I think that's probably one of the best scenes in the movie. It's, yeah. it's so good just seeing them all come together and seeing him just go through and give them individual parts. Lawrence is probably one of the the best characters of the lot. I love that little kid. The he way the, the,
1: he's the piano player, right?
0: He's the piano man. Yeah, yeah, oh. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: He's so good. And then one thing uh, I
1: love about him, he he is not caring about the um oh sorry one sec uh not switch. sorry something came up on my screen um one thing i love about him is that he doesn't care about um like rocking out and being this kind of <laughs> like over presenting rock icon uh and then when they have the uh reunion that you sent me the 10-year reunion and he's he's still he's turned up in a suit and he's just standing. He is, he's,
0: wearing, he's, <laughs> he's wearing a full suit. Yeah, super. and he's
1: and he's and he's and he's turned up and they're playing like uh he's just standing by his keyboard and he's playing like a little solo. And he just <laughs> like, but people pass it off to him and he's like, Okay, I guess I'll play the piano now. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> uh yeah, yeah, he's great, and I
0: love the little fucking costume he wears at the end as well, with that big fucking wig. his <laughs> yeah, it weird wig. <laughs> it's so good, man. It's good. But the kids, all, all the kids are good. You know, I did say there are some not necessarily good actors among them, but they all bring something different and unique to it. Fancy Pants is great. All of them, all together, just hilarious. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say on it. Good movie.
1: Yeah, there's not much, there's not really much that I've got. Like, um, the one thing I'd say is that I like the fact that um you know in kind of true testament to Jack Black as a person as a bloke that we um have seen throughout the majority of his career, I really like the fact that in a oh Jarvis is now attacking my microphone again, lovely um in a in a movie where like you know this guy could easily just have ignored the the child actors and like just showed up on set, did his part, and then left but he is clearly like in in interviews and like and like the reunion that you sent me, he's the one frontlining all of it, like he's the most excited to be there, oh, like, yeah, he it, loves it, him I
0: think fe- this is probably the biggest thing he's done though I think this if there's anything that's made Jack Black known to the masses, I'd say it's this,
1: Yeah, th- this and kung fu panda, I guess. Probably no, like. I
0: don't, no, no, because Kung Fu Panda is like the thing he got because he was Jack Black. So,
1: yeah, that's. True. I, don't know, Tenacious yeah, D, I Tenacious
0: D, is a massive thing. Tenacious D, Tenacious are good, but they've never been like hugely. They, they've never been like as wide and as mainstream as, as this. Have you yeah. seen The Pick of Destiny?
1: Uh, not for a very long time. I've I vaguely it's remember an, elements of it. Yeah,
0: it's an absurd and. <laughs> Great movie, but fucking insane. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all I had to say on that big fat watch from me.
1: Yeah, big fat, big fat juicy watch from me. It's a, it's a fun time.
0: There we go. Dare I ask?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go on. <laughs> dare,
0: um, dare, dare you, I, dare you? I, ask? Who knows? Dare, dare I tell Craig to play the music,
1: Nathan? You can tell Craig to play that funky music craig boy you heard him craig
0: clone Wars corner with lawrence and nathan but nathan has already seen it it's mostly just lawrence
1: i just sat there and waited for craig to play something knowing full well you do that in the edit anyway <laughs> <laughs> you tell craig to do it you know that you do it <laughs> Craig, Craig, sat Craig
0: every week Craig like. Craig is a bot who literally just records us that's all he does he doesn't <laughs> have the capability to put in music that's all me but
1: sure. <laughs> we should have kept this going. I don't know if we revealed it uh, earlier, but maybe the, maybe if our podcast is ever enormously successful, people are going to say, "Who is?" has anyone actually cared to think who is Craig? Are you ever going to talk about this episode? Yes. Uh, so I've only watched one, but I have watched some. Um, so this week I watched uh, Clone Wars series 1, episode 9, which is called The Cloak of Darkness, uh, which is an episode that I thoroughly enjoyed, but I'll recap it. So... Basically, the good guys have captured Nuke Gunray, otherwise known as a very uh, offensive stereotype alien, um, and who is who is basically just... This, you know him better than I do uh, as a character, but he's basically this big separatist coward, right, that, that kind of controls some things, has a lot of money, and tries to, like, essentially use that money to gain power and influence in the galaxy. Sure.
0: Sounds yeah. about right.
1: Um, so basically... Um, the episode that I last watched, they captured him at the end, uh, and this episode saw uh, Ahsoka arrive um, and bas- to, to basically detain him and bring him back to the Republic to question him, get information, basically just kind of give him the classic uh, rundown and find out what he knows um but this episode sees uh, the separatists kind of fight back on that uh, and what they do is they kind of send this uh, little squad of droids uh, as well as uh, now I'm probably going to say this wrong asage ventris is that right you said it right Yeah. hey um so that's the first time I've seen her I've seen her like I know what she's about uh, I know she's dooku's apprentice and all of that uh, but she this is the first time I've seen like a full body of work of with that character in it um Uh, which i really liked i I really liked her i think she's cool i like the fact that she's she's way more interesting than the other sith where like she she's got like little bombs in her pocket which she'll throw and just detonate next to people uh which i quite liked um yeah just it's a new style um which is ironic because in this episode about four people at different intervals tell her your style of fighting is unrefined i'm like no she's just smarter than you (laughs) she's just not very basic traditional and boring um this episode sees one of the few instances where a Jedi admits that they're wrong and the traditional way is dumb and they're stupid, which I, you know, I'm always there to see a Jedi admit that they're an idiot. Um, who does that? Uh, so it's like, uh, she plays like a kind of mental figure. I don't actually know her name, but she, uh, she's like a, she's monitoring a soaker on this. She's definitely a Jedi master. She's got a green lightsaber, only one, um, kind of short hair. um, I, I didn't recognise her name as a big character at all.
0: Um, What's the episode?
1: Cloak of Darkness. You have a little look, and I'll carry on. Um, but yeah, so they're fending off a massive attack, uh, and uh, basically, Ahsoka is like, "I'm gonna just fucking point my lightsaber at Newt Gumray, get him to spill his beans." She's like, "That's not oh, it's, get uh, it's way.
0: Luminara. It's Master Luminara. Yeah, there she's, we go. Um, She yeah, she'll pop up a few times." Okay,
1: yeah, well, I liked her. She's cool. Um, She's inevitably dead right now. (laughs) Well, they all all are. They all dead, yeah. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, um, the only thing I don't like, and I don't know, I'd like to ask you if this is a genuine thing that continues. Um, Is there a recurring theme of this show where in almost every episode of The Clone Wars, someone is with the Republic, but they're sneakily a little separatist spy working uh, on the on the kind of on the back foot, giving messages to Count Dooku or to to someone else. Um,
0: uh, no, no, not in it. Yeah, it pops up now and again because it's a you know. A, kids show trope i guess yeah um but no not from what i remember it doesn't pop up hugely there is always a few traitors and spies among the mist but
1: yeah
0: because that's uh, the only thing
1: i'd say is i'm really enjoying this show but at the minute i'm finding it very predictable (laughs) like literally i'm not joking this guy was on frame for about uh a minute and within that minute he'd already been like you can trust me don't worry about it I'll look after him while you go and do your stuff. Don't worry, yeah. guys, I'm on the good guys team. And like, if you're going to do these betrayals, at least please don't shove it. I know it's a kid's thing and I know you're setting it up, but even kids would go fucking hell. This guy is obviously just a traitor. Um, but yeah, no, but, but other than that, I'm really enjoying the show. I just kind of hope it drops the, uh, and, and I know it will. Cause I know that the further, the later seasons are hailed as some of the best Star Wars that is, that, that is there. Um, but I'm hoping that they drop the kind of predictability which they've got at the minute. Um, I like Ahsoka. She seems very arrogant, but I like the fact that she's clearly on her path. I've seen where she ends up in The Mandalorian, um, and I, I, it's very clear that she's on a path of learning that, you know, just like the Jedi have to learn certain lessons, she's got her own lessons to learn. And this is very early in her career of being a Jedi and then or being a force user because she isn't a jedi i'm pretty sure in the future um or like she she steps away from the order or something what i like
0: about this episode i'm pretty sure this is something like this happens in the episode is i think this is the first instance where you see ahsoka with another jedi who isn't anakin so up until now she's only been working with anakin and so he's passed on her mannerism he's passed on his mannerisms his teaching style which is bait you know anakin which is fucking hectic and go crazy and do whatever (laughs) you need to do and now dealing with luminara who's very more strict and by the book and very more traditional jedi so it's really interesting to
1: see that dynamic and how that works out i think yeah no and that's that's definitely the strong point of the episode them two working together and there's a great little moment where she tells Ahsoka, like you ought to fucking stay put and do as i say and then lo and behold she goes off and gets mm-hmm. her leg trapped and she's literally about to die and Ahsoka <laughs> essentially saves her um yeah. uh, and then there's a moment where she says like you know it's you know it's the master should normally be the one doing the teaching thank you for everything you did today and stuff and it's it's, it's nice um but yeah um the other thing is uh, Snips as a nickname. Is there a logic or a reason you just, for that? So you clearly just straight up have not watched the movie yet, have you? No, I did not. So there you are then.
0: She... Watch <laughs> it and you'll get an answer.
1: Oh, fine, I will then. I, I won't. I won't. I won't.
0: Because that. that is
1: also the introduction to Ahsoka's character, the first time she appears. So I know, I know, but still, um, yeah. But that's 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 me on the Clone Wars. It was alright. It was fine. Did its job, Craig. Do your thing.
0: Clone Wars Corner with Lawrence and Nathan. But Nathan has already seen it, it's mostly just Lawrence.
1: Nathan, this podcast can be reviewed. You can give it five stars because we've had fun and so have you. And if you haven't, that's fine. You can fabricate a review by lying and presenting a five star review. That is uh, fictitious in nature these episodes come out at uh, 10 a.m on Friday uh, a schedule that we've been rigid and have stuck to uh, and that's not actually ironic we actually have stuck to a schedule for the first time ever so you can find us there uh, you can give us a follow at another happy pod we are on Twitter and we are on Instagram uh, but as Nathan always tells me we are not on TikTok uh, but yeah other than that I don't know what else to say have a lovely week I suppose what are we doing next week? Uh, we don't actually know. A bloody mystery.
0: Not sure. I'll tell you what. What it is. Uh, I'm sure we'll think of it by the time I come to edit the podcast. So next week's episode is. Good morning. Morning. Good morning. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have fun watching that dis that movie that we both know what it is. Or TV that movie or, or TV, TV
0: show or video game. It's yeah. gonna be.
1: It's going to we'll, be a wild ride. We'll book, maybe. We'll brush out. <laughs> the book club. Yeah. <laughs> Another happy chapter. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Right. Uh, we'll see you next Friday at 10am. Have a lovely week.
0: Say hi to your mum for me. Another happy pod. You've got two catchphrases now. I like it. Shut up.